Suzanne Gallagher. We are committed to valuing students, empowering parents, and supporting communities to secure great educations for public school children in America. PRE welcomes all students, families, and community members who care about scholastic success for K-12 public school students. Our membership is diverse and inclusive. Visit our website, parentsrightsined.org, and like us on Facebook. Our chapters include Arizona, Alaska, Colorado, Idaho, Illinois, Montana, Ohio, Oregon, Texas, Washington, and Wisconsin. Join us by filling out the form on our website titled, Join Us. You will find information regarding issues and information about local and state chapters. Hey guys, this is Tuesday, January 25th, and I'm going to be talking about something very interesting today. Oh my goodness, so much information comes across my desk. Some of it is sent to me by uh, teachers teachers in local school districts, teachers across the country, uh, as well as parents and legislators and, of course, members of PRE. And we love everything. We love to get reports. We need reports from all of you all across the country, in every school district, in every state. This one comes, though, right from my backyard, Tiger Tualatin School District, and it is pretty eye-opening. So this document is titled TTEA Stress Workload Report, Fall 2021. On November 8th, 2021, TTEA, which I'm assuming stands for Tiger Tualatin Education Association, that group asked our members to complete a survey on their stress level and workload for this year. Two-thirds of our members responded with proportional responses from each level. Among many issues, the following were major concerns. Student behavior, increased workload, curriculum, curriculum support, meetings, planning time, technology, pressure to close the lost learning gap, staffing and increased stress. The report below includes raw data as well as select comments from the survey. So let's just jump into this. I'm going to share, uh, you know, some of the most obvious observations. They asked the question, how would you rate your current workload? And there were 485 responses. 60.4% stated, hi, I am not able to get my work done in the contract day. The next question, how does your workload compare to a typical year, pre-pandemic? 471 responses. More than a typical year, 56.9%. And then the last is this school year, approximately how many hours per week are you working outside of the contract day, including evenings and weekends? And out of 479 responses, 35.1% said 6 to 10 hours a day, but 15% said 16 to 20 hours a day. Here are some of the comments. I think the, the actual comments from the teachers are very eye-opening. 
I'm just going to share them. So these are all quotes from particular teachers. But I, we don't know who they are. They don't uh, give us their names. We are overworked, running evenings, meetings, and subbing. So many things to juggle. And I want you to keep in mind, the Tiger Twalton School District has gone back and forth within the last school year uh, from... Um, you know, not allowing students to be in class, to sending them home, um, and teaching online. So now they're teaching online as well as in person. So much on our plates. And the district says, take care of yourselves. I'd love them to take some stuff off our plates. So we might have time to take care of ourselves. If there is an opportunity to go to a different district next year, I will be applying. High school teachers are getting no support. Halls are out of control. Kids are running the school. Vandalism, fights, hate speech, and these are all supposed to be managed by teachers. This has been an issue for years and has been brought to the attention of both TL and leadership as well as HR multiple times. The inequity of expectations versus compensation has not been addressed and has simply been exacerbated by the pandemic. Here's another one. I feel so discouraged when I keep hearing about the underserved children as if we are purposely not serving them. This couldn't be further from the truth. I also feel we are no longer a partner with the district. In the past, we were asked to review curriculum and vote on it. Now that is gone. In the past, we were given a full work day to work and study a new curriculum. Now that is gone as well. I feel like the short virtual trainings we have had on Twig and iReady have not been helpful. Here's another one. The pressure being placed on teachers and staff is immense. We are expected to teach and monitor all COVID protocols. Teach and monitor SEL needs throughout the day, which are massively different for each child on any given day. Help connect families to resources or other staff members who can help them with what they need at home. Maintain communication and be available for families. Cope with less resources and help in our classrooms. Adopt new curriculums and reading block formats with next to no training. All while also hearing from our superintendent that she expects 5 and 8% academic growth in the year after a global pandemic. While each and every one of these things is extremely important, and I do not disagree with any of them, the pressure it has created is unhealthy. I'd like to make a comment here. Wouldn't you say that schools are taking far too much responsibility for raising children? Here's another response, just a portion of it. Uh, this this teacher is talk is literally listing all the extra tech needs, two factor authentication sent to my personal phone, which does not reliably work in my building, Canvas to Synergy pass back, which doesn't line up a hundred percent, so requires extra work. Now this is you know a lot of the data collection that teachers are expected to take care of. Student device issues due to age and wear on device and no building IT staff for six weeks. District offering training during non-contract hours, which means some get trained and some don't. On newly adopted curriculum, 
creating inequities among staff. She goes on, in 20 years, I've never seen this before, all this and more while supporting students who are needier and more dependent than ever. After spending 16 months at home, sitting in front of a screen where they were allowed to turn off the camera and do whatever they wanted on the other side. No wonder they don't understand boundaries and expectations. And it goes on. There is no behavior management system and teachers are expected to fix the learning loss, the behavior and lack of social emotional skills, grading, lesson planning, attending morning meetings, working outside of contract, cover for other teachers due to sub shortage, all the while not getting paid enough to live comfortably. This is not sustainable for anyone. You will lose good teachers if this continues. And under this planning and curriculum category, the teachers say low students, never being caught up, constantly changing curriculum every year, exclamation point. And expectations mean I've had five years in Tiger Tualatin School District and never been able to reuse anything from a past year. It's exhausting. Every year I think, Oh, next year will be a little better. And then the next year is there, still more to do. The workload is unsustainable, even for a 10-year teacher. I'm not able to get my prep time in my day consistently due to demand of student need. And on and on it goes. I feel so overwhelmed with the added demands and new curriculum. I ready data goals, small groups, SEL, health, science, meetings, 100%, SAT, staff, leadership conferences, prepping for conferences, prepping for quarantine kids, getting grades together, not to mention needing to plan and grade, etc. Lots has been added to our plate, but nothing is taken off and there is no extra time to do it all. I work at least 10 to 12 hours a day in one full day on the weekend. The last comment is, we are constantly told not to assess our students and not to hold them accountable for anything. And only grades of A's and B's are acceptable to post. What? We are passively told at every PD staff meeting that we are racists in our teaching practices. Wow. I think this is being covered up. Now we go to the next category, stress. How would you rate your current work-related stress level? Hi, I often feel feel overwhelmed, strained, and or pressured, 38.6%, more than a third of the teachers. Next question, how does your stress level compare to a typical year, pre-pandemic? Far more than a typical year, 37.8%, pre-pandemic. Another question, which of the following significantly add to your stress level and workload 
this year. Check all that apply. Student behavior, 298 responded, 62.2%. Wow. Additional work requirement, 379 responded, 79.1%. And it goes on. This is a very detailed analysis. Okay, let's get into stress a little bit. Students are stressed and they are really struggling in a leveled class like I teach. Administrators are not supportive. There is an attitude that if students are dropping your class, it is because you are not doing enough to support them. They are not considering the fact that many students basically took last year off. Here's another. On top of all the other craziness in our building, we also have zero support in enforcing basic expectations of students being safe, respectful, and responsible. Our student body is so far below the standard of basic human decency, and that rests squarely on our staff and the leadership in our building. It is ridiculously unsafe this year. Throw in the added danger of COVID-19, and we are at untenable levels of safety issues. I feel so overwhelmed with classroom behaviors, and I do not feel supported or respected by the district. I am not able to provide the best for my students, and I do not like it. And it goes on. I have to skip over a lot of these, but many of them are redundant. I absolutely dread coming to work due to the toxic, unsafe work environment. The behavior of students is out of control and the consequences of expectations for student behavior is tremendously lacking. Our admin are not implementing consequences to behavior that creates change for students. Here's another one. This really says a lot in a very few words. Stop the focus on data, data, data. Hey guys, teachers do a lot of data input and analysis. Here's another comment. The fact that the district has decided to throw a ridiculous amount of initiatives at us in these conditions reveals a real lack of understanding about the best practices in education overall. But these, especially for these times, constant messaging of, quote, you are not doing enough, unquote, for students. Be equitable, exclamation point. Give them slack, exclamation point. It's okay if they miss class, but don't give them a low grade. No support for academics, more meetings, more interference by admin in our department's day-to-day decision-making. Wow. Okay, moving on. Oh, this, this teacher states, I wish one person would sit in my classroom all day and just watch what is happening. They all have suggestions for me, but they don't seem to realize that I am dealing with more than one behavior or problem at a time. I cannot take three minutes to persuade my special ed kids to follow directions every time they leave their seats, hide under the sink, or play in the water. 
Furthermore, I cannot chase them out of the room while I am teaching. So I think that's enough for one day, don't you? <laughs> I feel like I've been on a, on a rant here uh, on behalf of teachers. I want you guys to think about what's happening here. Are these, are these the rank and file, you know, National Education Association types of teachers? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. But one thing I do know is that they are being very honest about, about the load, the workload that has been placed on their shoulders. And my instinct is that they can't do it all. They can't be the psychologist. They can't be, you know, so for so social emotional learning. They can't, they just can't handle it all. They can't be the, the data keeper on every single child. They, there are issues related to behavior, lots of them. And I'm going to share for you more of those with you next time. Don't give up. There is more. And we will wrap it up next time, but I don't want to spend, you know, 30 minutes ranting and raving about all their complaints. But I want you to think about what is going on in our schools. And I thought there was a lot of COVID money here that has been pouring into the schools. I'm going to share more about that with you. If there's so much money, billions of dollars that was just sent in the last wave to all the school districts, what are they using it for? Are they hiring more people to, to cover the problems that have, um, that have been created by COVID, by keeping kids at home, by sending them home now because they're exposed to someone, you know, five feet away who tested positive, who isn't even sick? They're quarantining these kids, sending them home, and then asking them to learn online so they have to teach online as well as in the classroom something's not right here and we need to get to the bottom of it see you next time this is parents rights now please consider sharing this podcast link with your friends you can just send a link to the website where we produce the podcast so they can see the list of all of the different podcasts that we have available you can listen to any of them at any time Oh, and one last thing. Would you be willing to support us financially? We are 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. And that means that you can take a tax deduction for any amount you give. I encourage you to join the 12 by 12 Club. That's $12 a month for 12 months. Go to our website, parentsrightsined.org and click on the donate button. Thanks so much for joining us. This is Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now.